Sun Tzu once said, the supreme art of war is to subdue the enemy without fighting. Just for a moment, consider the following scenario. Iran and Saudi Arabia decided to bury their differences and work together on moving the Middle East, including it within the fold of the new geopolitical global order. The saga of the U.S. failed policies is catching up with it, as both Iran and Saudi Arabia decided to join BRICS, resulting in dumping U.S. dollar from all energy transactions. The revelation of U.S. dark secrets, misaligned foreign policies, the drama, the corruption, and the demise of power that ruled the region for decades. The outcome could be a blockbuster movie of the year. Of course, this storyline will have been dismissed as too far-fetched just a few months ago. But today, it is not a fiction because Saudi Arabia and Iran are indeed re-establishing their diplomatic ties brokered by China. A reality that demands the attention of diplomats, geopolitical analysts, intelligence officers, investors, the Chinese, the Russians, the Muslim world, and the global south writ large. In this video, I am going to put my geopolitical analyst hat on and provide you an in-depth assessment about this topic because of not only my familiarity with both countries, given the work that I did in the Middle East, but also the publication of my books about Saudi Arabia and Iran. So fasten your seatbelt and let's take a ride exploring the new horizons of the geopolitical new highways. Today's show is sponsored by Noble Gold. My name is Dr. David Wallalu and you are watching Geopolitics in Conflict. Iran and Saudi Arabia have agreed to re-establish diplomatic relations. They'll also activate cooperation deals and hold talks on how to further strengthen their ties. That's after a seven-year diplomatic breach which has fueled tensions in the Gulf and deepened conflicts from Yemen to Syria. A surprise agreement was brokered by China, which hailed it as a victory for dialogue and peace. One thing is sure, the shift and political chaos in Washington is undeniable. The Middle East is no longer a top priority for the United States due to its consistent failed policies. The U.S. withdrawal from the broader region is evident because more and more regional countries are pivoting east. But let me give you a background before I move forward. China brokers a surprise peace deal between the arch enemies Saudi Arabia and Iran as diplomatic relations between the two are publicly restored. Saudi Arabia and Iran have been at odds since the Saudi execution of the shared clerics Nimr and Nimr back in 2016. Regional powerhouses Iran and Saudi Arabia agreed to restore ties and reopen diplomatic missions in a surprise Chinese-brokered announcement that could have wide-ranging implications across the Middle East and the world writ large. In a trilateral statement, Shiite majority Iran and mainly Sunni Muslim Saudi Arabia said they would reopen embassies and missions within two months 
and implement security and economic cooperation deals signed more than 20 years ago. And now, a word from our sponsors. Silver's appeal lies in its rarity and aesthetic worth, but its importance in today's economy and technology may surprise you. Silver is used in a wide variety of technological devices and renewable energy sources like solar panels. That's why securing your financial future with a silver IRA from Noble Gold Investments is such a brilliant idea. This month, every qualifying silver IRA of $20,000 or higher comes with a magnificent Silver Eagle Bullion coin. Visit geopoliticsgold.com to learn more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. There is always risk in investments and there's no guarantee of any kind. Here is my analysis for you. The rapprochement between Saudi Arabia, the world's largest oil exporter, and Iran, perceived as a pariah by Western governments over its nuclear activities, has the potential to reshape relations across a region characterized by turbulence for decades. Iran and Saudi Arabia support rival sides in several conflict zones, including Yemen, where the Houthi rebels are backed by Tehran, and Riyadh leads a military coalition. Supporting the government and the West, including the United States, France, UK, Canada, there is even the private military involvement, including that of the United Arab Emirates, which on November 15 had contracted Academy to deploy 450 mercenaries from Colombia, Panama, Salvador, and Chile. And of course, we cannot ignore Australia's role in the conflict, forced to toe the line according to its master the United States. Academy, by the way, formerly known under the name of XE Services LLC. It was also known under Blackwater USAA. And another name, it was used under Blackwater Worldwide. I'm very familiar with this entity when I was in Iraq. Academy is a private American military mercenary company that provides security services. It was founded in 1997 by Eric Prince and Al Clark. The headquarters is located in North Carolina, where they have a specialized tactical training complex. The company trains more than 40,000 people per year from different branches of the armed forces, as well as other security agencies in several countries. Various media have pointed to the company as the symbol of the privatization of the wars of the 21st century. As argued in my book, Volatile State, Iran in the Nuclear Age, China's relationship with Saudi Arabia and Iran are complicated. China's leadership must carefully manage its relations with both to maintain its neutrality and protect its own economic political, and security interests. Every few years, Beijing goes on a diplomatic uh, offensive in the Gulf, speculation from observers that China is favoring one side over the other in the Saudi-Iran disputes, which is a lie. It's not true. 
given how China was able to broker this deal between two parties on the opposite end of the political and religious spectrum. Although China maintains close relations with both countries, Saudi Arabia has emerged as one of Beijing's leading strategic partners in the region in recent years. President Xi's December's visit to Riyadh is again generating speculation that Beijing's action could offset a careful diplomatic balancing act Chinese officials have maintained with both sides. Beijing has worked tirelessly to stay out of the fray of the Gulf rivalry. The challenge, however, is that any advantage provided to one side, for instance, rumors of a $4 billion Saudi purchase of Chinese defense equipment could be perceived by the other as a disadvantage. To avoid the perception of privileging Tehran or Riyadh, China has actively pursued a policy of equivalency in its diplomatic engagements and military cooperation. China's president, Xi Jinping, recent historical visit to Saudi Arabia included three major regional events. One, the Saudi-China summit. Two, the China Gulf Cooperation Council or GCC summit. And three, the China-Arab summit. During the visit, President Xi and Saudi King, King Salman held a new era in Sino-Saudi bilateral relations. Meanwhile, in 2021, Saudi officials expressed similar concern over China's 25-year agreement with Tehran. The ambitious partnership sets off red flags in Saudi Arabia, prompting Saudi officials to attempt to discourage Beijing from stronger ties with Iran. China's balancing act, while not perfect, is reinforced by strong economic ties with both countries, Saudi Arabia and Iran, and bilateral trust, which has been cultivated between China and both countries over the past decade. This trust has been key in allowing Beijing to weather the occasional diplomatic foible and course-correct when Tehran or Riyadh raise a complaint. Saudi Arabia and the broader GCC may be a near-term geopolitical priority for Chinese officials. Chinese officials, due to the immediate benefits of deepened ties with Saudi Arabia and Iran, present domestic challenges. China increasingly prefers predictable, stable, and high-return investments. Beijing's economic ties Investments and energy ties with Riyadh have produced significant gains with limited risks in the past two years. Iran, meanwhile, has not yielded such gains for Chinese investors in the short term. Chinese businesses in Iran remain bogged down with concerns over the risk of triggering U.S. sanctions. Meanwhile, a lack of progress in negotiations over a new nuclear deal with Iran has delayed any benefits of Beijing's $400 billion agreement with Iran. This is to be expected given Beijing's 
and Tehran's strategic cooperation roadmap has a timeline of 25 years compared to just five years with Saudi Arabia. For China, its Iran partnership is a strategic waiting game, one which requires extensive diplomatic attention over the long term. As argued in my Saudi book, Beneath the Veil, Fall of the House of Saud, China will continue to deepen relations with both Tehran and Riyadh, while remaining above the fray in the protracted Iran-Saudi Arabia's rivalry. However, its increasing economic engagement with Saudi Arabia, the GCC, and the broader Arab world are putting pressure on Iran. From Tehran's point of view, the strengthening of the Sino-Saudi ties provides Saudi Arabia a net advantage while disadvantaging Iran's pursuit of international legitimacy. This has the potential to affect China's own interests in the Gulf if it does not restore its diplomatic balance. But the question is, what's in it for China? Well, President Xi's diplomatic initiative shows that Beijing sees a central role for itself as a new power broker in the Middle East, a strategic region where the U.S. has been the most influential outside player for decades, no longer focused exclusively on energy and trade flows. China ventures into the region's politics, signals a new chapter in competition between Beijing and Washington as the shift from a unipolar to a multipolar order is already underway. A reality the collective West pretend is not happening. So despite what you hear or read that the United States was aware of the talks, it's nonsense. The reason being is that the Saudi-Iran deal was hashed out behind closed doors in Beijing last week and took on some of the most sensitive issues between Iran and Saudi Arabia that have been on the opposite sides of proxy conflicts across the Middle East for years. And once again, to put the dots on the letters, as the saying goes, the restoration of ties finally came together last week in a secret talks in Beijing, where, in a sign of China's growing influence, all parties agreed not to use English language in the negotiations, with speeches and documents conducted in Arabic and Farsi or Mandarin languages, according to people familiar with the talks. Ali Shamhani, a former defense minister who has chaired Iran's National Security Council, represented Tehran, signaling support from Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei. The Saudis sent their national security advisor, Musaid Al-Abiyan, a Harvard-educated lawyer who has had the trust of successive Saudi kings and handled some of the most sensitive issues over the past quarter century. Now you can see why the collective West was taken by surprise as to how China's diplomacy achieved 
what the West, including the United States, couldn't. To China, its global influence and prestige rest to some degree on how much influence it wields in the geopolitical environments created in the Middle East after Iran sought out its disagreements with the West over its nuclear program. Consequently, it is to China's political advantage to take more active role on the global stage, though not yet an assertive one. However, no evidence exists suggesting that China worries too much about what the United States thinks, or how it might react to Beijing's flexing its political muscles in the Middle East with Iran and Saudi Arabia as two key players in the region. It all depends on the outcome of how Saudi Arabia and Iran move forward. Here is my conclusion for you. It is important to note that this, the China-Saudi Arabia's relations is for convenience and reciprocity on two fronts, economics and geopolitics. Saudi Arabia realizes that the shift of wealth from the West to the East is already underway. As a result, the Desert Kingdom chose to pre-possession itself for maximum benefits from the economic boom anticipated in Asia and led by China. Saudi Arabia's pivot towards China is driven by the political shift taking place in the Middle East as much as it is driven by economic opportunities that lie ahead. The one thing the Washington establishment needs to be very careful about is not to promote Sunni versus Shiites, moderates versus radicals, or Arabs versus Persian, as Iran strengthened its ties with both Russia and China. If the United States think it could forge a Cold War-like style template on the region to manage a nuclear Iran, it is utterly mistaken since the new geopolitical landscape is far more complex and multidimensional. The setting transcends Washington's ability to control and influence it. As always, prepare yourself for a changing world order. Till next time, guys. Bye-bye.